So I'm a kid. I'm at school. Um, and I like attention, right? And I'm getting, I'm doing all the things like getting into attention, making kids laugh, and doing fun things. Well, a teacher goes, "Hey, Christian, can you come over here? Because I, I, can you do that thing?" And I didn't realize what she was doing is she was causing peace. And she was like your mom, like uh, how your mom is in the school or with kids. Yeah. She, her name was uh, Bart. Very sweet lady, though. Everybody loved her, and she would let kids call her grandma too. She's very, you could tell she loved her job because it wasn't about the job is she got to hang out with these kids Yeah, and she was a senior and she, she was the one who goes, Hey Christian, can you come over here and do that thing? I I watch you and I see you because she would see me get a small crowd. Well, she put me on. We all said, she went, okay, go ahead. Give us a little, show me that thing you're doing. Show me that, 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 uh, thing you're doing that, that one old guy stopped me and goes, why? Are you trying to get attention? And yelled at me. And that was the first uh, opposition I felt when that old guy stopped. Because I would do this thing where I run and pretend to whack myself. Yeah. And I noticed kids would think it was funny because, oh, he's okay. But it looked real. And it would freak people out. It scare them because it looked real. Uh, or it looked silly if I did it wrong. You know, it looked like, oh, I know. You know, but they still like it. It was silly because how I did it. And to make the kids laugh, you know. And so I would do that to make kids laugh. And I remember this guy just who was watching grabbed me and shook me and told me. And that was the guy who did not see. He was the guy who didn't vision. But I would thought I did something wrong. And I, and for a short moment, I wasn't doing that anymore because I was afraid. That guy, I was, it actually made me very aware of entertaining people. Mm-hmm. And I was told not to. And he was the first one. But then, you know, you can't help yourself because it's built into you. It's who you are. It's in my DNA. Somebody's like sad, and I start going, Oh, yeah, and I'm talking, and I'm talking, and I do something, and all of a sudden I'm miming, and I'm performing, and they're laughing, and then I got a group, and now they're all laughing, and they're silly, and now, oh, people are watching me, okay, hey, 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 and I start doing that. Then Bart, Mrs. Bart, sees me and just goes, Hey, Christian, can you come over here and do this thing? She has a bench out, and she sits down, and we're out in the playground, the playground where we play and we learn, play, you play. You learn. You have to play. You have to get out. You can't be sitting in a cubicle all the time. You can't be sitting at a desk all the time. You have to get out. You have to talk to people and you have to play. And that's how I found who I am, right? I'm playing on a playground. That's how it's designed. We're supposed to still, we can't stop playing. We got to keep playing. That's how when we're in a rut, we got to keep playing. So anyway, so she sits down. There's a few kids, the kids who have been watching me. And so I do, and this is the first time I didn't realize I was doing a routine, but I was doing a routine. And I just had this little thing I do as mime. I do my mime, and I do my stuff, and I fall down, and I do this whole thing. Not to music, just doing my thing. And I do the robot, and make the noise. And they thought that was cool. And I grab sand and make it look like something exploded or whatever. And they and they were laughing. Before I know it, at the end, and the bell rings to tell me I'm done. And I finished. There was a whole mob of kids watching. This lady had this whole these whole kids watching. I was like, wow. And I liked it. But then there were still teachers like, that's wrong. That's bad. You can't do it. I always have people tell me, you can't do it. Um, it doing that is, that's wrong. That's bad. Always telling me I'm bad. Always something I'm bad at. And I always was like, I thought, yeah, that's bad. Okay, I won't do it. I won't do it. But then I do this routine. And I finally do something like that's a very mime-ish like, and I do mime, right? And after I do this mime thing, that's when my mom was like, oh, that's pretty good. Like it actually was, a, normally my mom wouldn't be like, oh, cool, yay. She, you know, every parent's like, yeah, my babies are great. You know, they always say that, even though they're like not, they're peeing at the pants and <laughs> boogers, you know, my kids are great. How good they can do? 
Okay, recite the thing. God is good and loves me too. Let's call the sky is blue. You know, like that. And they're like, what? Okay. Such so is five ABC. You know, like that. And they're like, oh, yay. What was that? I don't know what that was. And that's, you know, moms were like that. Um, but instead, I did something in the kitchen. And I did this mime thing that I saw on TV by this guy. And he was doing the robot. But he was doing the robot with the, the stops. And he was doing the gorilla in the zoo. I forget his name. Famous mime, pantomime artist. And he did it to music. And I was like, wow, that's cool. So I was like, I did the same. I just redid what he was doing. And my mom went, do that again. It was the first time I got a reaction from my mom. Do it again. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I did it again. Pop comes in, sees me do it. And he goes, whoa, do that again. Like that. It was the do it again thing that I was like, I, I'm on to something, I guess. Normally, they don't ask me to do it again. All I do is, like, I can't, like, poop my pants again. You know, if you do something by accident, right, um, when you're a kid. But when you're a kid, and I was, like, seven years old. I was, like, seven, like, and so a school talent show was coming up right around that same time. Very weird how things work out. Mm-hmm. Prior to this, I've been making kids laugh and doing my little stuff. I didn't know it was for something. Also, during that time, same time while I was doing that stuff, me and my friends loved action movies and Van Damme and Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee and all these things we'd watch as kids, video rental stores. Before Blockbuster, we'd watch these movies and we all found each other like, yeah, you know that movie? And like, it was even before Power Rangers and we were doing like karate and stuff like this and we learned, I knew what stunts were and they didn't know what stunts were. I go, yeah, those guys, your guys that, you know, when the hero jumps off a roof that's not the guy that's not the actor it's a stuntman that looks like him and then i would like tell him about it and be like wow it was like i was in it i came i went i came up the mountain came down so guys i saw it's stunt guys and they're like yeah so we called it stunts you guys want to play stunts yeah let's play stunts we used to say you want to play bad guy or cops and robbers we you would say that we come up the guys are very like we're, we're even the girls would be like okay we want to play house and we'd be like nah you're kind of, we're playing cops we're already playing cops and robbers we're playing cops and robbers right how can i play how kind of christian let's play house no i am not being the dad i am not that i'm always the dad i'm not the dad i'm gonna be the dog i'm gonna poop on all of your house and so they were playing cop We always had like, and that's what we played. We were like, okay, cool. And we pretend. Then I brought stunts into it. And like stunts is like, it's coordinated. So we're going to figure, I'm going to show you like, this is how you fake punch. And you clap when you get hit. And they're like, whoa. And then me and John Baratrand, we were, I don't know, like if he, he, like, I think he's still around. But anyways, John Baratrand, like, like, you go, watch. I go like, do this, punch me. And we're going to, let's do something. We set up like a little like hidden, like skit like a sketch or and they don't know it there's no camera right so he does it and we got a reaction from the people and they were like whoa and i was like let's bring it farther and we started making a routine we didn't know it was called routine we just called it stunts let's do stunts are we doing stunts today let's do stunts we didn't call it gymnastics we called it stunts that kid john baratran then we just we learned that we can like put stick on the ground hit it and stuff flies up like a bomb and we're like okay we got that figured out we figured out if we say certain grunts that means this is an uppercut. If we go, that means uppercut's coming. Mm-hmm. So they know to get in the position for the uppercut. We knew like, ha, that, or that meant like, I'm coming for a wide swing, so get ready to block. You either do one of these, or we worked out a routine. If we go, yeah, like that, that meant we're coming in with two side hits, and you're going to go, wow, 
wham, and then you're going to elbow me in the face. So we had pre, but we can change them by just this language we've built. We didn't know it was called routine, and we called it stunts. And now it's not me and John Baratran. Everybody's like, we made Fight Club, but you don't get hurt. It looks cool. It looks dangerous. But And people go, whoa. We had a group of dudes that were into this little fight club, and it wasn't real fighting. It was stunts. Well, that talent show I was telling about, that's happening. I'm going in as a mime, but I asked the guys, I go, hey, you guys seen, you know, at like Magic Mountain, you know, like the Batman stunt show and in Universal Studios, they had the Cowboy, the Western, they didn't have, they had Miami Vice when I was a kid, not, they didn't have Waterworld. It was like Miami Vice and they had the Western stunt show. And I loved it because they would tell you, they'd stop and tell you how it, how it does, or they would tell you before, this is stunts. Here, we're going to show you how they do it. And then they would do the stunt show, and then at the end, they would wait. And I wanted to do, like, a play, but with stunts in it. And they were like, wait, what? And I go, I'm okay with the teachers because there's going to be violence in it, and violence is always in a private school. You have to be careful because it's, you know, private school. So we got it all okayed, and we had to show it to them before we did the talent show. And we had a story about, you know, just simple, probably cheesy story about um, forgiving one another, about forgiveness. And um, saying sorry. So we, the guys, we all get in a fight. There's like a, it's like a bully fight. So they're like, hey man, Joel Snyder, I think played the bully. One of my students, one of my classmates, who I still keep in touch with this to this day on Facebook occasionally. He comes up, and goes, hey man, pushes me like that. And I think even John Barrett, Jonathan Maxwell was in it too. I forget. There's all our guys, all the kids we grew up together, either from kindergarten up, first grade up, or from. Uh, preschool even so and I think Scott Springer might have been in it Devin was in it there's a lot of kids that were in this thing and we had all our routine we got to so good that they we could go for a punch we would tell we're going for a punch they grab my arm and then pull we make it look like they flipped us and we had this whole routine down we knew how to flip and stuff John Baratran got so good by practicing his goal was I want to be able to step off a bench and do a like a backflip off a bench he was able to do that. We were doing gymnastics because we didn't call it gymnastics. It didn't sound mean. It sounded cool. It was stunts. It was the name that made it different. It was the name that got us in differently. And so um, I knew my thing was called pantomime. So I knew I was doing a stunt thing in pantomime. And we did it on the talent show. Did it in front of a bunch of people. And I remember I was getting an ovation after we did the stunt little sketch. Then there was my time to shine. I was like after it. And I did the mime did my mime show, did a little routine. I don't think I had music or anything. I don't remember. I think it was just quiet. And I remember people going, yeah, laughing. And never had that. And it was like adults and kids. And that was the first time where people were like, he's a mime. That's what you do. You do theater. That's what you do. Of course, you had the negative parents like, oh, that's essential. I don't know. But you could tell the whoever, this was the 80s, those dads that came in like, oh. All of a sudden, the first kid goes, bam, and it looks like a real punch. Whoa, what's going on here? These guys are growing up with WrestleMania and Hulk Hogan. These guys that are like work and come at night and they have their bottle of beer. <laughs> oh, watch Hulk beat up on Andre the Giant. You know, like that's what they're doing. These guys are like, hey, no, you can't do that tonight. We got we to gotta go to town show. Okay. Oh, you go. You take, you do, and the parents take the kid. No, you're coming. I have a feeling 
that's imagine those parents in the 80s those guys like 80s anchorman guys coming in and then seeing like these kids go bam, bam, bam. you know it was totally different like they didn't expect what was going on there you know this is before social media so right nothing oh right. there's some rare pictures i don't even own them but i've never seen pictures of us up on there talking and, and it's like very because we had stage we i remember the pictures you can tell we knew our stage presence because we knew cheating to the audience we knew things because we were theater we're growing, a lot of these kids were in choir so we were a new stage, like we were taught how to act on stage. So it was like God put everything together and we did this thing. I did my mime thing. That happens, but that took risk to do that. Like I was given something, even while that guy shook me, stop it. I had to still move forward. Right. Then I get a little ad from my mom out of newspaper, the news station. There's a lot of other things that happened in between that, but there was like working for Edwards Theater, becoming a, a supervisor for Edwards Theater. But God gave me that, um, God gave us that, that window. It was like a classified when people used to look at classifieds mm -hmm. and my mom cut it out like, Hey, try this out. And I went down to the news station and I got a job like that. Mm -hmm. And I lied. How are you, are you able to do with, uh, people yelling at you? The guy, I thought it was like, something was up. Like he was like, I was like, you know, like, uh, imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. He asked everybody to leave the room except me. I was like, Oh no. It's because I said I made movies, and they're going to, like, tell me, like, uh, you say you make movies. We know you're so young, this is a lie. And they're, they're not real movies, too. They're your VHS movies you make. No, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in trouble. Always imposter syndrome. But he goes, no, we liked it. And it does say here that you made movies. Oh, gosh. And that's why I kept you. And how are you? Why don't you start tonight? And I was like, what? And I remember just getting out of that imposter syndrome and actually trying to listen to him talk to me. He goes, how do you do by getting yelled at? I want you on camera tonight. And I go, great, great. So be here. See you later. And he walked away. And I remember that night I had to I'd go tell the news that I got the job. And they're like, yay. But I start now. So I'll be gone tonight. And then I'm gone in the morning. And I'm gone at night. And then I was just working in the morning. And I was a camera operator working the weirdest hours. And I got to meet famous people. And I got to hang out with funny guys. Monty Turner. You know, like it was just like a fun experience. But I was scared to go in the first place. And I had to get past that. I had to take that step of faith. Like the first time I did going on the talent show after negativity but positivity but i'm always everything's negative no matter what you do and then after that it was you guys saying go meet mr you know go even the job at mcat i got the job at mcat same weird way i remember just showing up going hey can i get a job here here's my resume no i don't have anything okay we'll file it yeah right but can i still stay here and play and just like Put my stuff on TV, did the Christian Ackerman show, started putting that stuff on TV, making a show, kids doing this during, after our Bible study, kids were making Christian Ackerman show. This is also kind of while I'm transitioning from the, I actually was done with the news thing and I was working horrible jobs that weren't horrible, Osprey, on-field promotion. I got to like goof off, that job kept me sane, even though it was very tiring. I got a crowd, I was a crowd motivator, actually my title is crowd motivator. I was a paid cheer cheerleader. Um, and that was really cool working alongside, you know, Barry and stuff like that, who was at the time Monty from the U of M, you know, so I was working with 
Monty. And I was like, but he's not in his Monty suit. And it was all hush hush. He's not Monty. But I was like, you do backflips just like Monty. You are Monty. I know this. You can't hide it from me. I know body language. Anyway, so um, we got to work and hang out and do things together. It was really fun and perform with each other. It was really cool and getting the crowd. We could really get that crowd going and doing a little, and we do sketches together. That was a great moment. And then while that's happening, doing Christian Ackerman show, because I know I can put on access television and we can get it out there. And that was a life changing thing. And then that show, they go, Hey, they call me up. MCAT, can you come down for an interview? Can you come down for an interview? We want to talk to you about position. I come there. Hey, we're interviewing. I want you to work here at MCAT. I'm like, sweet. Get work on television. This is what I want. This place is cool. Like, you know, like you could do stuff. They hire me because of the Christian Ackerman show. Mm -hmm. They say, we've seen your work. Mary was one of the board members of the other board. She's like, he does stuff. He knows what he's doing. You got to see his stuff. And they, and Joel was like, yeah, like you got to see and Tracy and all the people there. We're like, you got to see, he does, he does stuff. I'm like, he's like similar to this guy named Andy. It was before me, you know, he was a young kid making movies and worked there. And they're like, he's just like him. You just got to get him. And that was cool. And that changed my life. And I met a lot of people, started Fast Coast Productions, making movies, doing all kinds of things. To Maps Media Institute, where I didn't even want to go there. You and your mom say, go. I'm like, I don't want to. Just go. Take that step of faith, even though I'm reluctant. You can, it's funny, faith, steps of faith are not pretty. They could be just like, ah. It's like when you're going you know, in the hospital, my arm hurts. That's exactly what it is. I go there, right? See it. Okay, this is cool. This is awesome. Great. Great to know that this exists. Hey, Peter, if you need any help, I know Final Cut, like the back of my hand, if you need help. Hey, hey, hey wait. Stopping me before I can leave. I'm like leaving early. I'm done. I'm like, I want to go home. And they're still doing their thing, but I'm going. He stops. He's sitting in the front. He leaves the people and runs up to me like with his because he had this hip surgery you know comes up and we're walking and he's like puts his arm around me and he goes hey when you come back next week and i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa what and he goes when it he goes don't worry about it don't worry about it talk to joel when we come back next week so i go into work that like next day i go hey joel i'm supposed to talk to you about this guy peter Rod. and he goes he already called me it was like all set up and I started working at Maps, moonlighting, like literally a crazy schedule too. I remember that it was crazy, but then it turned all good. And that was another step of faith. And then I get the same thing, phone call from the principal at the school. Hey, come here. And I was on stage teaching people how to rip guts out of their stomachs in North Dakota. And I'm like in Bismarck, hey, on stage and having a blast. And teaching stunts. Teaching stunts on stage, just doing this out of my own thing because Josh Many loved having fun on our movie sets and he's like you gotta get this guy this guy is like you gotta get him out here just gotta get out and then two then we get to hang out you know sweet you know that kind of thing so i come out because josh benny and come out there and it's just because we had fun together you know we had fun making movies and creating like creating things and i remember doing that that was great and it was awesome and then that's when i get a phone call i remember josh was outside right there and i'm outside it's kind of cold out there starting in winter time you know it's october or whatever i'm calling i'm like yeah, and then the principal of the Corrales High School is like, hey, can you come in and do a meeting here? We want you to do what you do at NAPS. I'm like, sure. So I come, I'm like, right now, I can't come now. I'm in, I'm goes, when you get back, just come in. I'm like, okay, sweet. I come in and literally have that conversation, and this principal's like talking about 
this is what I want to do. He has vision. I'm like, okay, that sells me because I like it when people are talking about doing it. So we're just like, there's other body, you know. As you get older, you're like, I know it's good pay, but this sounds like this is a death job. You know, like that. I'm going to be like working for money and not for nobody. I'm going to be working just to work. Mm-hmm. And that's the wrong goal. So he was like, and then he throws me the keys across the desk. Take the keys, talk to your wife, think about it. But I think he did that so he knows that. Because I remember walking up to him, I got to make a decision, but here I have the keys to the school. <laughs> and he said, the keys to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's what that principal said. He goes, here's the keys to the kingdom. That's exactly what he said. And I went, and that's what God does with us. So I, I really feel like our little things are not little things. And I went, oh, okay. And then he goes, do whatever you want in your classroom. I had a classroom. And I was like, so like, what? And there's all that other stuff happening with FASCAs where I got a building and Huey Lewis showed up. You know, weird things were just happening. And I was scared. I couldn't sleep in bed. I was like worrying, doing what you're not supposed to do. God help me. I couldn't sleep. had bad sleep because I was like, what did I do? What did I do? Because I stepped out of the unknown, right? Same thing as now. Hey, family. I'm going to change our lives again. You want to do it? And you guys were all like, yeah. Even though it's like, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know either. Well, let's pray about it. Put God first, put God first, put God first. And that day I'm walking into the principal's office. I know I'm going to walk in there and give her my resignation. Because we thought about it. We prayed on it. We, I, have, I wrote up my resignation. But she has called me in to the principal's office and tells me, how the substitute teachers couldn't keep the kids in the classroom while I was gone. Substitute teachers couldn't keep the kids in the classroom while I was gone or stop them from going to the bathroom. And I go, how was I supposed to fix that while I was up away when that's their job? And she looked at me like, that's a good answer and a good point, valid point. I remember, and remember her going red in the face, like embarrassed. But I was just, I was being kind. I wasn't like, how did I? I was like, how was I supposed to? So I'm just understand. Re, I like to reflect back. Just make sure I, I heard. So they go, no, no, that's not what I said. I said this. Because sometimes you do hear things differently. But that's what she said. And I go, okay. And I go, and she goes, I go, is there anything else? And she goes, no, there's nothing else. I go, okay, cool. But I go, I even wrote down, I just want to let you know. I didn't like say, they can do whatever they want. I wrote down, you, you have a copy of it. I wrote down. Don't let the kids out. They must. Here's this. Look out and ask these kids. Here's the kids that will help you. I did all that stuff. Like, so they knew, like, if a kid came up to them and said, Mr. Ackerman lets us do this, they could be like, no, he doesn't do that. I had that all set up for them. So, and I wasn't gone that long. <laughs> you know, like, this sounds like pretty, there's another problem here. Um, so that was funny. But then the, the amazing moment was when I handed over my resignation and she went, she didn't see that coming. Yeah. And it was a moment where I felt like for her, like, I think they'll be okay. They'll figure it out. I know they'll be okay. It's not my job to worry about because we're always worried about how's it going to work out because we're, we're good people. If you're doing a good thing, you don't want to burn bridges or do anything. But I just kind of, ah, oh, this is an awkward moment, but this is, I was going to call you anyways today for this, but you called me first to tongue lash me <laughs> that had nothing to do with me in the first place 
So I can understand, like, can you the next time not go because we you're just good and you keep the kids in. The substitutes couldn't keep the kids in. Then it'd be a different place, but she didn't do that. She made it like it was my fault that the substitutes didn't do their job. Anyway, so I went like, I was like, why'd you pay him that? Um, so then I gave my resignation, which is a faith thing because I didn't have anything else. We thought we did. There was a media thing out there that maybe worked out. It was a maybe, but we thought maybe that's a sign. We don't know. And, and, and I, then we were like, is it a sign? Is it just us? Is it a sign? We started doing the, you know, Robin Williams dance. Is it a sign? I don't know. You know, so then we just have to go, God, and go, and he'll do the rest. And we went. We went. And we, all of a sudden, Kyle goes, Christian, I hear small towns, right? I didn't tell anybody. I hear you, uh, you leaving school. I'm like, how did you know? Oh, small town. He goes, well, yeah, some people, you know, I, we know the same people, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, yes and no. I go, we're leaving, but we want to come back. We want to go down there and we, we're just trying something. We're seeing how it works out. I remember saying that because we still, we didn't know anything. But, but if you want something, because I knew he was getting ready to do a movie, I go, if you need me to stay, I will stay and figure it out. And he goes, yes. Please, and he was willing to figure out how to make me stay. And he goes, but if it doesn't work out where we just, you're just up here, we fly you up for like a week, then we'll do it. But I really would like you on this movie, like just like doing everything. He just was trying to surround himself by his friends that you can count on, like confidence. He was, he surrounded himself by confident people or people that are not going to drag you down, right? And that's, I could tell that's what he was doing. He's like, I want this, I want this guy i want i want so and so and so and so and there's all people i know too and i'm like oh i see what you're doing you're building your your bubble while you're dealing with the outcoming stuff that's going to come into this this huge mammoth of a project you want you want your guys you can count on i'm like okay i get it and plus he just wants to hang out you want to why you want to work with people you like working with and so because like, i know you we all know we have to work with people we don't like to work with but be nice like when we have a choice, bring the people in to help that out. And so, um, but we didn't know how that was going to work out because we were ready to leave. And then Meredith goes, shut up. Stay in my house. I need help mentally preparing. I'm doing transition too. Just come stay in my place and say yes to the movie. Just come. She told me to stop, right? Remember? She was there. Just shut yeah. up. You had to tell me to shut up because I was like, ah, it's fine. I didn't even know. It. I didn't even expect that. And she goes, shut up. Yeah. And her look at me. She goes, <laughs> you're staying. So move into my little place, you know, temporarily. Figure it out. And we'll figure out. And you guys can help me. And we can hang. And we did. We, we did grudge all together. We all, we all hung out. The kids played together. I worked, and then I also got the job on that big movie. Worked on that big movie editing. I didn't sleep. I just like edit. It's kind of like what I'm doing now. I would edit. Not, not as bad though. Edit. Go on set. Edit. Go on set. Live. Die. Repeat. That's what I would do. That's basically what I do, and that's what we do anyways. You do that, especially when you're doing something you like doing. It's a little easier to live, die, repeat when you're doing what you're meant to do. Like when, if you have gills, jump in the water and swim. Mm-hmm. If you have thick hide and feet, go walk in the desert. You know, if you're meant to, you're, we're built, God built us for our purposes. And so 
this, but God, but the point is God was making things work. How's this going to work out? Then pop calls and goes, just come down to California. Just come down. We've got it figured out. We have a place for you to stay. Come down. I'm like, well, okay. I guess we're going to California. We thought we were, but now this happens. Now we're coming down to California. Here we are doing it. Every time the negativity is, for me, is you messed up. Look at how you look. It's kind of pathetic. You messed up. Look at you. Old man is shaking. Parents are going stunts. Doesn't change. The how the physicality looks changes, but it's the same crap, the same thing. And I'm going, well, I just gotta go. I gotta do it. I have a built studio right now. I have nothing. When I went to build that studio, Pop goes, I'm paying for the walls. I'm like, I didn't even know how I was gonna I had no budget. I was waiting for this mammoth movie people to pay me when they weren't paying me. <laughs> they were not going to even pay me. <laughs> After I did all this work, they weren't going to pay me. And we found out later why. Because mm-hmm. some people have problems, mental issues, I guess. Um, and the good people in that movie, though, helped out, which was great. Which was awesome. Whoever they were, you know. Garbage 2-8. Garbage, of course, the just. <laughs> protects the ways of his faithful ones. And here we are. And right now, he's starting to shake stuff up. And now I hear it. I'm talking on the phone with my dad. Now we see how people are changing around us. And still, while that's happening, you're a terrible editor. People are not liking your stuff. You're not doing a good job. You're going to mess this up. This, this, this. Oh, let me add some more. And this is going to happen. And what if you don't get this done? And this is this. Oh, and you're, yep, imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome. You're going to screw this all up. But what if God put me there? For them, and them for me, and nothing's going to screw up. What if I'm supposed to just go and look and like at the budget, the the basket loaves and fishes? There's a thousand people bills out there. There's a thousand other problems that can happen. Overflow. That's God's thing. Two, you know, like baskets or one. You know, it was one basket. It was like a little like lunch. Box. I was. Big, I don't know. In the kids, it's always a basket or like CLC church. Like, mm-hmm. sorry, CLC. <laughs> but it's but they open up. I picture always the lunchbox, like the tin or Teddy Ruxpin, <laughs> and it smells a little weird. It's like, oh, the apple juice smells. Like, sure, that's not. You don't put that in the sun. <laughs> that's how it was. And then it was like fed thousands of people. That's how I picture it. Yeah. And I just got the idea for my for the PSA we're going to shoot today. That's it. Anyway, so um, the, I, the moral what I'm realizing is no matter what, there's going to be negativity. And when that happens, you move forward. God will stop you. But he does it in a cool way. This is just like, a, ah, like that. He's like. He allows things. We think, I know people say allows and all this stuff. He's in control the whole time. Only with the people and the death and the thing. I don't know. We're not supposed to understand that. We're supposed to just trust that he knows. Kind of like the story of the turtle. I was like, like how that story of the turtle goes. All of a sudden, he, he was in the water swimming. And all of a sudden, he's 
oh, stuck and he can't get out and he's in the net and he's like trapped and how the story stops is you sound like it's a person who gets stuck in a net and then all of a sudden these hands just grab him pulling his monsters grab him and then they pull out these blades and they start like hacking at him hacking at him and he's like oh he's freaking out and all of a sudden he's like ah, ah, and you realize hey i don't have the nets on me and the people are just standing there and you realize it's a tortoise or one of those uh, sea turtles and these people are still around hell. And sometimes our life feels like that. See, Gerald, ah! And the blades are like, no! And then it's just like, we're, I'm helping you. It's kind of like a turtle you said for you. Yeah, yeah. He's all, he freaked out. He went to bite me. And he was like, because he bent that neck around. But then once he was like, he was like, oh. And he kind of like looked back. Like, thank you. Yeah, he did kind of look back at me. Like, thanks. We don't know. And that's what, so I feel like we're in the net. But it's right now we're getting right now why it's like ah and then our house here is getting all and everything right now god's going and we're like we just have to go okay all right and they send us off but we're not just going into the sea we're like going going to the deep we're going to progress we're going to this place that he's designed because everybody will get because of him get into the promised land everybody is meant to be he doesn't want to go, oh, we can't go to the promised land. Budget won't allow it. <laughs> budget won't allow it, and I suck. Will he die on the cross for your sins before you're born, before you thought you sucked? <laughs> he knew you were going to say that. So that's why he died on the cross for our sins. So we don't have to die on the cross. We just have to repent every day. That's our dying on the cross. We have to repent and say, God, help me with this. I don't do a good job. Help me with this. I want to do a good job, and then we let go and let God do our best. Let God do the rest. Right. Let God. And right now we're in this like crazy miracle because we're doing like we see people around us. They're doing the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. Groundhogs say all the time. Groundhog. And it's funny when we. Before I wrote my resignation to um, school. school, I watched Groundhog's Day. And there was a symbolism for I'm breaking a cycle. Because if I stayed where I was, I'd always get what I got. But now I'm trying something different. And then Satan's saying, yup, you're doing the same thing. And God's going, no, you're not. Keep going. Oh, you're still making movies. Because I made him to do that. And it's not about the movies. I'm not defined by what I make. I That's just what I do. That's a gift. I'm not just movies. I'm this and I'm that. We're more than what we think we are. We're more. I'm more. That's why I'm always like, I, always been, I even looked at my gifts as negatives. Like, I wish I only had one thing to do. Well, who says that? Where I'm the opposite. Like, I don't have anything. To yeah, do. no, that's it. No, but it's the same. It's the same yeah. thing wrap, wrapped up. Different packaging. Yeah. It's the same. It's the same coal. We're just like we wrapped it different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you open it up. You're like, oh yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> so it's like that's what it is. So I didn't mean to get on this rant, but because it's been a while, I miss doing Mr. Ackerman rants. I, mean, I miss it, and I love that. When I went back up to Montana, the kids were like almost they were reminiscing about it. Every time they talked to me, they reminisced about it and reminding me. That's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to talk a lot. But all the negative people around me go, he talks too much. 
they, they do that. Even my wife knows, but I mean, because it's true. But that's why I'm designed that way. Like Amory's designed. And well, we're designed that way, and we do it. And that's why we have podcasts, or why we have a time limit in a show. And why? That's called structure and order. As an editor. Yeah. And the editor, I can cut myself down to the points. Like, oh, I love it when I do vlogs because I was like, oh, yeah, I do reiterate myself a lot because that's old-fashioned communication. It's to get the point or to bore somebody to death that already got the point. You know, that's the thing. But it works like in a classroom basis. You repeat, reiterate because... It, the person went, mm-hmm, or thinking about, like, I got to pee, I got to pee, I got pee. They're missing. Mm-hmm. And then you say it one more time a little bit differently. The other people are like, why is he saying that? The person's like, mm, like a robot, they can just hear everything. The other person who's like ADD, oh, oh, that's a good point, which I just said twice over here, but they just heard it for the first time. <laughs> so I know that's how it is because that's how I am. So, But that's the thing is right now we're, we got to step out and do the miracle, and we not have to worry about the day. And when I was talking to my dad, I'm working with my brothers and there is everybody has a spirit of like we gotta do something we gotta change this we gotta grow, we gotta do more not more of the same thing more of the different thing the new thing because we know he's doing it what does he say? God is doing a new thing what? Michelle even said that scripture this morning because God remains the same God's the cornerstone. He's the thing that doesn't change. We change because we're being made. We never stop after we get out of the womb. You're old, not because, oh, you're done. No, you're still growing. You're growing. He still uses you. Yeah, that's what it is. I want to get coffee. Thank you.